0: Imagine the brothers of legacy. We don't stand out;
1: we stand up.
0: All right, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Um, so like I said, today we're talking about is hey Mama Corey, uh, is your definition of success written by another man's hand? And you know, previously we've talked about how you personally define success. Um, but honestly, like a good number of people, because I won't say most or all or some, um, but a good number, <laughs> um, you know, success is defined by what you see. Uh, and and for the most part, a lot of us, and speaking directly into our community as African-Americans, our success, hey, what up, Keneen, good morning, good morning. Um, a lot of our success, is defined by labels, um, you know, like the Gucci, the Louis, uh, the Rolls Royces, um, the uh, the brands, and things of that nature. Um, and the thing is, why why is it that what we see that success is should it define define our success now? Some will say, um, you know, you're only saying it because you're not, you can't get, you can't buy that stuff. Um, but I say like, instead of, you know, and there's a lot of YouTubers that talk about investing and things of that nature. ET in particular is one who doesn't flaunt um, as far as, at least to date, you know, I never know what going to do tomorrow. But at least to date, you know, he talks about what he's accumulated um based on the work that he's put in but he's not a big gold chain wearer. he doesn't wear gucci he doesn't he rocks sweatsuits <laughs> and and t-shirts that a lot of time are the shirts that he's made a part of his brand oh uh, you know and about the only thing that may be some kind of name brand maybe a sneakers that you never really see uh, so he never pushes success as a brand you know Going after a brand, but he pushes success as being able to invest and have a legacy for your future. You know, what are you leaving your children? What kind of network are you leaving your family? And you know, I respect him for that because he never tries to flaunt. Um, he's his his brand is, is jogging suits. He speaks. If you've seen enough of him speaking at schools, he says even in corporate America, he doesn't wear suit ties. You know, he said he, but he built his name, and they're cool with the, the jogging the jogging suits and t shirts because it's part of his brand. Um, and so we have we we define success a lot of time by what we see. You know, we want the house, we want the cars, we want the money, but who's driving the, the cars and who's owning the houses? You know, if, if success is what we always see, right? then are we really succeeding if it's just bringing us more to debt? Because it seems like success has a high price. And to me, that cost should be more sacrificed than it does stuff. Um, and, and we can always get into, you know, liability versus assets, you know, whereas cars are liability because they lose value. You know, there's no value in buying cars as far as Trying to get the money back. Uh, Roland says success can be installing. Oh, installing the value of hard work. Installing the value of hard work. Definitely, definitely. Um, but we get, you know, we, like I said, we get caught up in in buying things that depreciate instead of appreciate. Even diamonds, they don't appreciate in value. I don't care what anybody says. Diamonds have no value, and a lot of times we have a diamond purchasing mindset. Instead of an asset purchasing mindset, because a lot of times going back to ETE talks about purchasing land and houses. He has, I think, a house in Los Angeles, a house in Detroit. Um, He's just purchased into some businesses. Uh, so we can't allow others to, to define success. Good morning, Kita. Good morning. You know, success should be to me. Well, success for me. Let me say it that way. Is purchasing assets that gain value as well as being able to have residual income, passive income, and, and having a legacy for my children um monetarily wise. just we're talking success kind of like in a monetary in the monetary space, the hard work to success um in a monetary space where my children won't ever have to struggle. Now, you know, of course the goal is to Teach them the disciplines to keep what the wealth that I'm leaving them, because they can squander it, and the next generation is like, uh, granddad left, <laughs> left three billion dollars. Granddad <laughs> squandered it, and now we're trying to rebuild it. Oh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a a key to to building wealth or or just becoming successful to focus on. What you're trying to do, what you're trying to build, what you're trying to create. What is it that, what is the future that you're trying to create? What is your destiny look like? What is your, what is your journey looking like? Um, And, and to, to get real specific, um, you know, as a African-American, it's, it's kind of like, you know, the standard that I grew up being raised was that you know like you know my my but since you know my dad I know he's passed but oh my dad would tell me he said whatever you see Caucasians doing he said make sure you're doing that um and and there was some truth to that there was some truth to that but for them to be the standard of success kind of always leaves like a little chip on your shoulder like you know, that you're less than. Um, and and my question is, do you feel like as African-Americans, African-Americans, um, Caucasians set the standard of what success is? Do you feel like Caucasians set the standard of what success is? Um, or do you feel like success is just success? Be honest, keep it real with me. Um, and, and I want to know, you know, what you guys think of that. You know, there's a couple of you on here, so make sure, you know, share with me. This is a a two-way conversation. I want to know how you feel about that. Do you feel like the Caucasians set the standard for success or is it just, or is success, success, just success? Um, Or do you feel like there are other ethnicities that are setting the standard for success? Um, So marinate on that, let me just introduce or reintroduce him. <laughs> Coming to the stage right now, all the way from California. Bob,
1: Keith.
0: Hey. Hey. I am A. McCurry, Sr. Good morning, sir.
1: Good morning, man. Happy Wednesday. Happy, Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, BOL family. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, we got a cameo by Kaneem Curvey.
0: Yes. Oh, Kaneem, Yes, sir. What up? Um, turned up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. So, like I said, today we're talking about is your definition of success written by another man's hands. I was kind of like segueing into kind of this is this past the kind of set to the substratum. <laughs> For the topic, <laughs> to the foundation. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning. Um, so I was kind of uh, transitioning into the the main point of what you sent me, um, and I was asking the people: Does the Caucasian race set the standard for the success we should reach, or is, is success just defined by success? Or if, or keeping it real, does another this another? Um, ethnicity, you know, do you feel like sets the standard for success? Like um, some, you know, we've talked about the the Jewish community. You know, does is, is that a standard for success? And and so, how do you feel, Pastor? Because you you send it to me. Do you feel like a lot of African Americans' um, standard of success is set by Caucasians? Are we too busy trying to be like them? I know for some time in my life that that was, you know, like standard like i I said before you came on um you know my dad said whatever you see caucasians doing he said make sure you're doing that um (laughs) he said uh you know make sure you you see room full oh you know you're in the right room you know um and what's the 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 old term of white is right kind of kind of situation like yeah that's it um do you feel like we have
1: we let their standard be our standard That's, that's the question. Right. That's, that's what I want to know. I want to know what people feel about that because there's, I was watching this, um, this documentary. I don't know what channel it was, but it talks about the programming of America. Mm. It talks about, you know, how much we don't realize that the way we think Our culture everything has been designed with white hands with white minds you know right when you listen to your radio a white man decides what you get to listen to when you turn on your television you know it's white people that are driving what's available on television it doesn't matter how many black faces you see it's being driven by white people. Right. So if, if they control what you're exposed to, how is success defined? How is your world really shaped? Right. How, how can you believe that you are being true to yourself? If everything, you know, has been shaped by another culture's hands. Hmm. It's interesting because you, you just said it like you morning, bro. Uh, black folks used to think that you're successful when you make it into the room filled with white people right that that was the standard when 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 you can afford to go to the places that they go to that's when you feel like you've made it when you know you're successful when white people say you're successful right right the crossover yeah and and right. and I only know that because we're now living in a day and age where we have more power, we have more leverage as quote unquote minorities, right? Whatever that means. <laughs> right, right. And right. and people are mad. Yeah. Yeah. You think about Fox News, the Fox News host who said, you know, LeBron James gets paid a hundred million dollars to dribble a basketball. So keep your politics to yourself. Shut up and dribble. That's basically yeah. saying you ought to be glad that we're writing you a check. Get back in right. your place. Right. Blank, blank. Right. 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 The and people, and that, they're offended by our level of success and by our level of confidence. Right. Now, I don't want to make this, I'm not trying to stir up racial tension or anything. What I'm trying to do is force us, encourage us. To think differently about what our reality is, and and what your definition of success is, because your definition of success cannot be defined by someone who's not doing your work.
0: Indeed, definitely. Um, Richard says, mindful success can be visible, and also success is the backstory, the unseen work, the personal development, the sharpening and improvement of one skill always create assets that pay your liabilities to pay the cards. Etc. especially put cars through LL, or oh, I guess LLC against tax, new car every three years. Okay. Okay. And Rollins says, success is a mindset for me. Riches or monetary is a desire, not yet reached, but I am still in success. It's still success. Okay? That's good. That's good. Uh, Dr. Rollins says, to answer the question, literally, yes, they set the standards, set up systems accordingly. It's not right, and Right, though, and we are working to disrupt these systems. Indeed, indeed, exactly. Right,
1: and and that's that's the thing. I'm sorry, no, you're good. Uh, we are disrupting. So, so what we are, what I realize we are experiencing is the consequences of the disruption. Mm -hmm. Folks are mad, yeah, because we're tearing it down. Yeah, Our success and self-awareness is breaking a system that was designed to limit, to to, to put a ceiling on your uh, imagination, put a ceiling on your creativity.
0: Right, right. I I mean, I definitely believe that. I mean, I, I also know, like, you know, we do have some ways as far as kind of changing our mindset. You know, like we talk about assets and liabilities and how we utilize the resource of money um, to gain leverage, you know, in our communities and things like that. I think um, we still have some ways to go and some education that needs to, you know, be infused into our community, um, the way we look at money and things of that nature. Uh, But yeah, I I do agree. We are, we are, we are starting to disrupt the system. Um, I just think, you know, we just have to get out of the the old way of thinking. Uh, Dr. Rollins says sometimes we inappropri- inappropriately use comparative statistics or benchmarks looking at how African-Americans are doing versus whites to say if we're doing good or bad in comparison to them. Yeah, this is not how we Thank should put a of situation in context of action. Indeed.
1: Yes, yeah. that right there.
0: Yeah, those that comparative. Right yeah. Because it it always is like, they're they're the standard, right? And we're trying to to reach, and it it truly is like a psychological thing. Like you keep, when they keep comparing like household incomes and things of that nature. And whenever um, they speak of like uh, a disproportionate um, part of the country, like it's always like minorities and poor. And just like infusing the word together, minorities poor blacks minorities poor. (laughs) It's kind of like it's like every time I hear it, I'm like I feel like they're just trying to put us all together in one space, Um, and it's all separate, you know. And and so I know it's a lot of psychological warfare to 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 kind of put a different way happening, you know, on TV in the media and things of that nature. Yes, it all means to justify the divide. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. It's it's a constant barrage of of either sometimes outdated statistical information in order to meet somebody's argument or just to say, you know, you're still here. You know, kind of like a, a, a what do you call it, a clarion call to the Caucasian, like, don't worry, you're still good. <laughs> so you're still on top kind of thing. Um as opposed to just, you know, the fact that we are growing economically, you know, um, of course, we are all seeking to to want more, do better. Um, but honestly, I see us, to me, economically going better than we have in the past, you know, having more access to certain things, you know, because we because of the Internet, you know, things become more global. You know, uh, it's not a a, a uh, good old boys club. This thing. he said. Yes, there's a book about low-income fathers with a black, right, <laughs> Wow! And yeah, they 24... paint
1: this picture. You know, uh, uh, that's the one thing that I recognize. Wow. You know, we we talk about it all the time, but I don't know if we put much thought into it. That you know, when when entertainment was designed, do y'all? I mean, think about the fact that uh, remember the the TV show Kung Fu.
0: I do, I, I remember yeah. it. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't remember watching
0: a lot of episodes, but I do remember vaguely, though. I remember who was
1: the guy who played? Who? What was his name? The star of that show? Does anybody remember?
0: Mm. Somebody Google that. Google that.
1: Somebody Google that for me.
0: Let's let's find out.
1: David Cameron. Nope. Don't say that. Okay. David Carradine. Yeah, okay. I was right. Is <laughs> that his name? Yes. Yes, yes.
0: David Carradine. Hey, good morning, Mark. In the building. Spoon.
1: Was that his name? David, what was his name? David Carradine. Uh David Carradine. Yeah. So <laughs> What they did not want to show is an Asian in a leading role. Right, right. right they made a right. white man look like Asian. Right, that's interesting, right. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. You're right. I figured you are go there with they, that, I was like. Yeah. Right, they yeah. would darken the skin of white men to play right. Native Americans right. or, or Indians in movies. Right, right. right? Uh, they would darken the skin and put put buck teeth in the mouths of white men to play Asians right, right. yeah because they 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 didn't want minorities right on screen and and if they put them on screen they had to put them on screen in a particular uh, image right right and and so what i'm saying is like we we were groomed to see white men Piloting airplanes, right, right, uh, right. Star Wars had a white had white pilots, yep. captains, right. <laughs> Everybody that was in a lead role right. was white, right. True. So, and, and and I'm saying like that's the way that our world was shaped. True. You did not see black people. You did not see minorities in lead roles, in lead positions, right. in entertainment right. anywhere. That's true. You, know, you go to the bank; it's a white. VP. Yep. You go to the yep. doctor's office. It's a, it's a white doctor. Right. Right. For a long time. Right. Right. That's the worst. So, so you can't, you could not imagine. I'll never forget in 1993, 94 or, or 90, yeah, 1994. So one of my neighbors came to me and said, they were talking about their son. They had to take their son to the emergency room, my white neighbors. And, and the wife came in her name was Carrie she came in and said yeah we had to take uh junior to the emergency room uh we had this really nice doctor he was, he was black but he was really good <laughs> <laughs> it was in 19, like 1994 <laughs> she did, she said he was black but he was really good like I was like Carrie what do you what do you mean he was black but he was good I'm like was he a doctor she said yes, but that made him good. Right, <laughs> right. 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 But uh, what I'm saying is, like, we we have to work at putting ourselves in certain positions, yeah, in certain images. We have to work hard at it,
0: Very which is so. why
1: we're in such a struggle today.
0: Right. Oh yeah. I'm, oh yeah. Remember that, uh, Doctor Ross said they talk about this from the documentary about bill cosby there weren't any black stuntmen or women that colored yeah they colored their skin to yeah. imitate uh any black actors honestly and bill cosby actually uh requested that they have black stuntmen the actual first right. black stuntman organization yeah. that started because of that he insisted right 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 sorry back then he insisted right yeah and and shout out to bukazi on that one because he helped start the the black stuntman organization so yeah that was that was good yeah how did
1: yeah yeah (laughs) and and that's that's where you get that term oh you think you white you acting white like what oh we're not supposed to be able to do this right i'm not supposed to be able to speak with clarity I'm not supposed to be able to speak with the level of intelligence, you know. It it just it's it's so amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Cheryl. Uh, All right, right. that's the only shout out he gets. (laughs) (laughs) I know, Doctor.
0: I'm saying, can we give him a little bit? I give him a leaf on the flower a little bit. Yep, we were. (laughs) We had to be twice as good to be considered. Yes, indeed,
1: Cheryl. Well, you, you can't deny <laughs> that he was a trailblazer, but you also cannot deny that he had some issues. He had some, is- he had some issues. He did some that there was something issues. in the pudding. There was something in the pudding. <laughs> uh, well, we were taught we had to be twice as good to be considered. We had to right. be even right. beyond oh, man, twice man. as good, Cheryl. So you, we you had might. to be immaculate. We, we. you know, we, yeah. I mean, the, the levels that we had right. to hurdle to be considered right. not and, right. and not even to be considered equal to be considered unique. Right. 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 I'll never forget what Woody Harrelson's character said in white men can't jump. White men can't jump. He said, he's not black. He's Jimmy. Right. Right. Yep. They yep. they had to separate Jimmy Hendrix, isolate Jimi Hendrix from the black race to appreciate his gift. Right. That's,
0: he's that's not black,
1: him. he's Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you right. can't be black and be this good. Right. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible.
0: So real quick reset. Um, this episode is brought to you by the like button. Make sure you hit that if you're on a YouTube space hit that like button. If you've not subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe. If you're in the Facebook land, make sure you are liking and following uh, the Brothers of Legacy as well. And you know what else you can do in uh, Facebook land? Tag somebody. Put a name in. Hit that at button. And a plethora of names come up. Just pick one or two or three and let them come on in the conversation. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys for rocking and hanging with us. Um, and if you're missing out on any notifications, Facebook doesn't like me sometimes. They've been doing better. Um, text LWN to eight four five seven six. Text LWN to eight four five seven six, and never miss a broadcast. Boom.
1: Um. So yeah. <laughs> I think about you know one thing that you think about it just looking back biblically. Look at Scripture mm-hmm. when when Jesus came on the scene. Jesus came on the scene to fulfill prophecy but he came to disrupt gnosticism right right uh gnosis meaning meaning knowledge gnosis is knowledge and and back then gnostics were the people who believed that we had a part of god Mm. they didn't believe that jesus was fully man and fully god at the same time they did not believe that god came uh, in human flesh they believed that jesus they try to convince everybody that jesus was just a man right who came to teach a lesson, but, you know, but he was much more than that. He was fully God and fully man. And so that's why they wanted, that's why Jesus had to be crucified. right? Because he was disrupting the system that had been controlled by the people of knowledge, the educated folks, right. the Gnostics, right? right? And so they're saying, no, we, he's good, but we can't let him come in here and convince people that they have the ability to do what we're doing, right? that everything is possible. So we have to kill him, right. right? And and that's what is happening today. That's what that's what this whole you know this is why you know Black Lives Matter uh, is AKA Antifa. Right. This is why right. Black Lives Matter is seen as a terrorist organization because right. we don't control media narratives. Right. That's true. Right. And and what's so amazing is the very person that has coined the term fake news is the liar. Right. right, 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 Indeed, yep. And so the message for us is we have to change how we view success. And I believe we are changing how we view success. But I think that more of us have to change how we view success. We've been having conversations with our daughter, my daughter, Brianne, who Uh, for as long as I can remember, she talked about, you know, being a, uh, uh, pediatric, uh, physician and, and she
0: has been training
1: her, her mind to do that. And now, and I told her, I'm like, you know, you're going to get to college and you're going to, your world is going to open up. It's going to broaden. And and now she's like, she's not sure. Mm. Right. And, and I'm saying it's okay to not be sure. But, but in her mind, she's got to break this mold of, but what are people going to think? Right. Right. And, and so we're letting her know, listen, you control the narrative of your life. You control right. what you want to do. You control everything about you and the decisions that right. you make. It can't be right. based on what someone else's definition of you is. Right. You know? and, yeah. and so we have to make sure that our children are chasing their dreams, yeah, and not ours, right? And not the that system. Right. That's real talk, man.
0: Yeah, I, I because think because what it, happens is they
1: get confused.
0: Yeah. Yep. Indeed.
1: You know, my um, wife said when she grew up, uh, "Ooh, that's my Christelle, That's my that's my doctor, or that's my lawyer.
0: Right?
1: That's that's gonna be the first family doctor. That's gonna be the first family right, lawyer right. because she had good grades in school. Right." Right. Just because you have good grades doesn't mean you're going to be a doctor, doesn't mean you're going to be a lawyer. Right. It right. just means you do your homework.
0: Right. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Definitely.
1: And and so we we have to make sure that we are giving our children room to really understand what the definition of success is because we were raised in a, in an environment in a system in a culture where success was defined by someone else. Right. Yes. Yes. And and they did not have our best interests at heart.
0: Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And not really understanding um, you know, what or how to achieve certain levels of success, you know, and waiting uh, <laughs> to ask me how I know. Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, definitely. Um we have to we have to continuously push our children to know that anything is possible, like you can you know what you set your heart to, what you set your mind to, um, can become a reality and not. Because sometimes, you know, you you <laughs> when you when you learn too much, you know, you begin to limit mm-hmm. yourself. You know, you learn that it's it's these things are difficult or challenging, but you have to. You never learn the perseverance part of becoming something greater, becoming something better. Uh, you know, and, and that. You know, there's so many hurdles. That's the first thing anybody tries to do something, get told about the hurdles. Because you aren't, you are, doesn't mean you are an athlete. Right. Just because you're tall doesn't mean you should play basketball. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And we do that. We do it a lot. We do it a lot. We do it it a lot. We we do we do it
1: a lot. We do it. We do it not because of the joy of watching you be successful at putting the ball in the basket, we do it as an opportunity for financial liberation. True. That's what it is. I'm going to get my family out of the hood. Right, right. You know, if I had a dollar for every athlete that said I had to do this to get to do something for my family. Right. 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 Yeah. And so my thing is, you know, is it for the love of the game or is it for the desire to not pay rent? I mean, it's a real question, and I'm saying, you know, you can, you can, you can debate me all day, but the reality is, a lot of what we do is not because of our passion. A lot of what we do is because of the system, right?
0: For the system, the opportunity is just to, yeah, and not really chasing what's what's in you, just what's in front of you. You know, like yeah. this.
1: Is, I, I this got an IT. I got an IT thirty years ago, man, because, uh. I saw the amount of money that could be made. Right. And then I, I saw, like, I was able to go to the doctor, and not have to worry. I only had to pay $10 to go to the doctor. Right, right, right. Right. I, I've never had yeah. to worry about health insurance. Right. Because of my right. career. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But I that- mean, you know, life insurance, you know, I, and I'm saying, like, these are the things that make you, that, that help you as a as a provider but you you do have to question why you do what you do is it based on what you're passionate about or is it based on the system is designed that says this is what i'm supposed to do this is who i'm supposed to be right and we have to ask ourselves that because if that's the case you know whose definition are you using because if 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 you're in a white if you if if, if you're in a world that is That is brushed white. Right. And they tell you this is what you need to do for your family. This is why it's so important to read the Bible. This is why it's so important to have a relationship with God. Right. Because in I found out that in the Lord, all things are possible. All things are possible. When you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the desires. of. We talked about this last night. Right. Last night in Bible study. Like you can't want the government to do something great. You got to want God to do something great. I'm not empowered but, by uh, a human narrative. I'm empowered by the spirit of God. And the spirit of God's empowerment allows me to chase whatever I want to chase. Yeah. I got
0: question though. So that is what you speak, you know, word. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm clear on. is it. 100% true. Um, and there's no buts about it. I I I asked though unfortunately Though I read the word, right, and I know the possibilities. I've, I've had the dream, and I'm like, boom, I'm forging forward to to want to do this thing, right? Uh, what happens when I'm around limited mindset people? And, and let's keep it 100. This limited mindset people uh, sometimes are in the same worship center with me. You know, like like me and God like, boy, me and God, I feel like me and God right here, but everyone else like, but is that re- is that realistic? <laughs> you know, like it and, and they're like, yeah, baby, I I know you wanna, but first you need to then you need to and then you can <laughs> you know and you're like do I really have to do it that way or can I just make the sacrifice, make the
1: leap and you know what I'm saying? Because but see we for me have- what I say yeah. is You have the ability to do what you want to do, right? But you got to be able to live with the consequences of your decision. Right. And and I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you can't go from one to 10, right? But if you go from one to 10 and you skip two through nine, there are lessons that you get at two through nine, right? And, And what happens is you'll still have to deal with all the two through nine issues when you get to 10, but you just won't have any experience dealing with them. Indeed. You tell me, you can't do it, right? Right. You you can listen. You can I. You can put a hundred million dollars in my bank today,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and tell me to go for it. Right. Right. And then the question would be: What are the chances that in ten years that hundred million has become a billion right. versus in ten years I'm broke? Right. If no, I haven't no. learned to manage. Six figures I'm gonna be confused with seven right. because I will not have learned the lessons. I don't know the tax code right I don't know what are good investments I don't know how to hold on to it. I don't understand right. interest rates you know there's so many things I don't know how to tell people no that's not a good good investment that's not a good loan so right. I'm saying you can do it right but you have to be able to live with the outcome of your decisions.
0: Indeed. And I mean nothing okay. saying
1: that you can't do it.
0: I no doubt. No doubt about that. But I think sometimes, like I have I have a daughter a, says, I a,
1: ooh, I can't wait. I can't wait to turn 18. My my daughter yesterday I took Rachel, my last biological child. <laughs> I took her to get her driver's license. She's official. Okay. okay. Right? All right. And we got in there, and she was like, I don't want to put her business in the streets. We were on our way. She's like, There's no way I'm not going to pass this driver's test. Just, just, right. 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 And I'm like, There is a way that you can't, that you can fail the test. You have to know that going in so that you're more focused. And I get what you're saying. Like, I'm not going to, yeah, but have the faith, but know that it is a possibility. Right. And then she says, long as they don't ask me to back up and park.
0: <laughs> Is it long? <laughs> right?
1: Right, right. What do you think the first thing was she had to do? Back that car. Back, <laughs> could you please reverse the backup between these cones? Right. Man, when I tell you she looks out and, and like this was a virtual test. Like I'm in the car and they put a camera in the car. They don't have somebody sitting in the car with you. Oh, it's different now. So the, the, the last thing she said, she didn't want them to do. I asked her to do was the first thing they asked her to do. Of course. And when of I course. tell you she messed it up, like it was, it was like, it was so, and I, like, I couldn't say anything. I literally had to fold my arms in the passenger seat and do this with my mouth. <laughs> Man, I was so hot because she didn't even understand the instructions. Okay, so I'm. I'm, I'm, Let me get that. Put that to the side. My point is, she got her license yesterday, so we celebrated. And as soon as we got home, she left the house. And you know, they don't give you your license; they mail it to you. Right. Give you a piece of paper, right? Right. As soon as we got home, she said, "Hey, Dad, I want to go get me something to eat." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Go get you something to eat." And she leaves and leaves the paper license on the counter. Hmm. What am I saying? I'm saying you were able to achieve the goal. Right. But your first opportunity to take advantage of your accomplishment, you skipped a step. The the piece of paper that you've been fighting so hard for for all these years, you left the house and you left that piece of paper in the house. You were you did it. You were successful. Going back to your point, you were successful. You accomplished the goal. Right. But when you made it there, you skipped a step. Right, but my point is if you got pulled over, princess, right now, you could right. get cited for driving without your license. Right on your first official drive, <laughs> so you made it to the top of the mountain. Right, yes, as bad as a free slave. <laughs> I can I can let you loose, but you have to take the chains off. Right. And so what I'm saying is, yes, you can skip steps. You can get to the top, but you got to know what to do when you get there. And sometimes you skip steps and get to the top and you, you bump your head because you didn't take each of those steps seriously. This generation has this generation. Yeah. 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 She laughed. I I told her, I said, yeah, I didn't pass my test the first driving test when I went to get my license.
0: You said you didn't.
1: I did not. No, it was raining and I failed like, the first thing they had me to do was parallel park, and I got up, I went all up on the curb.
0: <laughs> yeah, in New York, you,
1: you tapped the curb, you done. Yeah. I was in my uncle's, I was in my uncle's Thunderbird, right? Oh, wow. And wow. and it was raining, it was, it was humid, I was in Illinois, and, and they asked me, did I know where the defrost, I didn't even know where the defrost was in the car. Wow. Now, mind you, I went through driver's ed in the 10th grade, I went through an entire semester of education. Wow driving, simulator, all that.
0: Uh, and then I got in my
1: uncle's car that I had never driven before and I didn't know where the defrost was. Ah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So gotcha. the instructor was literally wiping the window oh. in the car because the instructor didn't know where it was either. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and and so I went through the entire test and, and they said, well, I'm sorry, you, you failed with the first right. task when you went up on the curb. I'm like, then why did I have to go through the whole test. The instructor said because I wanted you to have the experience. Yeah, they usually let you finish. Right, right, right,
0: right. I got I,
1: and I tried to tell my daughter that, and I told, and she laughed. And I right. told her yesterday, I said, uh "You failed the first task that they asked you, and you passed anyway." I said, right. "You're the reason why there's so many licensed drivers out here that can't drive." <laughs>
0: It's so, wrong. It's so wrong. She was like, "No,
1: that stop. That like, you know, like I'm wrong for saying that." Yes, Cheryl. It was a life lesson, right? Because right. once you have your driver's license, nobody's going to care that you failed the first time, right? Right, 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 right.
0: right. Nobody but that, cares
1: me... that Donald Trump filed bankruptcy fifteen thousand times. Right. They call him one of the wealthiest men on, in 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 America.
0: Yeah. Yeah. is he right
1: <laughs> is he um yeah and who, who defines success because they deem Donald Trump as a successful person right
0: he said this has been so very wrong everyone gets a trophy it's you know it's funny that we talk about the driver's license test and like steps so i'm I'm like you I had uh, lessons or whatever um and the my teacher she drove with me to the testing site. Um, and she, you know, she showed me stuff and she got out the car and the, the non-instructor, but the, the dude doing the test, the road test person was coming to the car and before they can get to the car, she, she came running. She ran on my side of the car. She said, listen, one more thing. She said, if you get to an intersection and you cannot see, she says, I don't care if you got to sit there for hours, do not move. Until that truck truck moves or whatever's sitting there moves. I was like, all (laughs) right. So sure enough, we pull out. We get to an intersection. There's this big old truck (laughs) sitting there. And I was like, don't move. She's like, I don't care how long you got to sit there. Don't move until that truck moves, because you cannot see, right? You can't see behind, around them. So, and it's funny, and I always think about that. I was like, "Wow," because I would have been like,
1: <laughs> "Trying to skirt move. around, yeah." Right,
0: and then because you know, once once something almost happens, even if nothing happens, you fail. Um, lessons and still,
1: really, really. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna assume that was to you because that came out before you started telling your stories. So I'm thinking he was aiming that at me, but I'm just not receiving that. I'm just like, I'm gonna make it right. with that one, right? Right. But 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 my my and I, and I hear you with the
0: steps. Um, one of my points I wanted to make though, as far as definition of success, you know, like if I'm deciding to do something right. And the typical salary, you know, like or, or the, uh, the chances of success you know, or um, someone has not seen anyone make a lot of money doing, you know, people generally like, baby, don't do that. Why don't you just do this? <laughs> you know, like, but I'm really good at this thing. You know, like, I don't know what it may become. But I feel like, you know, God's showing me that this should be the thing that I do. He said, I'm told I'm a
1: bad but I drive.
0: (laughs) Right. Right.
1: (laughs) Okay. That's just because somebody don't want to drive. Don't feel like driving. (laughs) But keep driving, bro. Keep driving. Keep driving.
0: Don't be the man
1: in the passenger seat with your woman driving. Don't be that guy. That's that's, that's a whole other conversation. Go ahead. Go ahead. My bad.
0: Oh, but yeah. So like, so what happens in that, you know, those situations where, and you know, I, you know, you know, you have an interest in, especially especially like back in the day, um, you, you know, you have an interest in something. The first thing they say is, how are you going to make money with that? There's (laughs) no money in that. There's no money in that, Right. Yeah. who gonna just watch you on screen? There's no money in that, you know. Yeah. You know, um, So I, I have it's, you it's, ever have you
1: ever eaten a peanut butter cookie? Yes, I bet a lot of people have, but I bet somebody nobody thought that there was money in peanut butter cookies, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right? 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 Who gonna buy right? that? We we right. talked
1: about my my daughter and I talked about you know she was looking at salaries. You know, okay. beginning uh, uh, salaries and and she compared psychologists because she was like, you know, Dad, this psychology class is really intriguing for me. I really am enjoying it. And I said, we'll see how you feel after the semester. You know, because everything is great in the beginning, but right. see how you feel when when you get to the other side. <clears throat> she said, uh, so we sat. We went through this exercise. I said, let's look at salaries. She said because I looked at the starting salary for psychology child psychologists and it was like you know, $70,000. But when I look at the starting salary for uh, a pediatric physician, it's like $174,000. She's like, I like that $174,000. I <laughs> said, yeah, but is it the salary, the the opening salary that's got you? I said, because what makes you think you can't make $174,000 or $147,000 as a child psychologist? Right. Why could wow. you do that? Like you could make millions doing that. You know, right. what, what if you're, Providing counsel to a multi-billionaire's child, right? You set your price,
0: right?
1: You determine who your 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 uh, your clients are, right? I'm like so, and and then and then the other thing I said is, and and, when, and you're talking about the entry level salary coming out of school as a graduate. I said right. uh, seventy thousand dollars at you know twenty three, twenty four years old is great when you have no children and you have no debt. Right. That's a great amount of money to make right. if it's just you. So why would right. that be a problem? You got to have right. the right perspective. Right. What are you really looking for? Because right. you can't go into something chasing the dollar. You can't go into right. it because of the salary.
0: It, the because I know
1: a lot of doctors that are depressed yep. and are getting sued for malpractice Right. because they right. don't like what they do. Or they don't like the people that they serve. Right. That is true. So you got to think broader and make sure you're doing what you want to do, you know. Right.
0: Definitely. Definitely. All right. So listen, guys, we appreciate you rocking with us and hanging with us. Another edition of the Brothers of Legacy, Uh, where we don't stand out, we stand up. Make sure you are sharing. Sharing is caring. Uh, Also, make sure you're part of our text community, text LWN 84576. And just as a caveat, if you are In a relationship, um, we have a weekly challenge that we do, uh, Purposeful Forever. So that same number, 84576, text P4F. That's P4, the number 4F. And you'll be part of our weekly challenge and uh, what we have going on each week. Uh, To this week, I was trying to remember off the top of my head, and I'm going blank again. Oh, yes. Compliment your, your spouse three times this week. Three times. Three. That's it. Very simple. Very simple. Um, so we are going to get a little more challenging as the week goes as the weeks progress. <laughs> but um, we appreciate you guys being here. Um, Continue to be blessed. Continue to do the right thing. Know that we love you. God loves you more. Stay safe and we'll see you in the a.m. All right. Peace out. As always. We love you. Uh, Know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you, guys.